The Washington Commanders avoid the shutout, but lose 37 to three. This is our instant reaction. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District's instant reaction here uh, on the Believe Network. And this one was just not a game for Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders as they lose 37 to 3. Stoner, I'm going to start off with that three as you were furious that they went for a field goal that late in the game. It's just embarrassing. Is that what we've reduced ourselves to the that we're going to the biggest thing that we can do in this game is not get shut out. I, I mean, who does that help? What does that help? Are we going to, I know remember, we're going to, I remember seeing that a lot growing up that used to, you talked about old school ball running mm-hmm. the ball all the time. Right. Yeah. And this was an old school Ron Rivera grew up in this, this era as well. You just try to put up points just so that way you say you weren't, uh, weren't spanked i mean washington still absolutely spanked but it was just an old school kind of coach being like no we're not going to get shut out at least trying to you take kn- some positive away from you us. know what they're going to say is they're going to say that well you know we wanted to get cheeseman out there to get some more reps or whatever in a game situation because he's been struggling i know that's what they're going to say uh, and that's just insane to me that that they would lower themselves to the point of we've given up, but we don't want to get shut out. It's just embarrassing. I think it's also Sam Howell just took two big hits there uh, as they were driving. Jacoby should have been in the game. eh, Maybe he should have. Maybe he shouldn't have. I I think it was good for Sam Howell to get reps. I was hoping he was going to get something positive going. He had that good pass to Curtis Samuel at the end, but just nothing went well for Sam Howell today. Sacked eight times. Eight times, nine times, nine, nine sacks, times. Nathan, nine. nine. Oh, insane. I forgot. I forgot the last one. That is the second most since John Beck, right? Um, I don't know. I think that's that ties John Beck. I don't know if there's has there been one worse than that? A game where they've had more sacks. Uh, it's hard, hard to believe it. That's it. That I was that's that was top. horrendous. That was worse than Philadelphia a few years ago mm. had seven sacks against Washington this time yeah. Buffalo getting the nine sacks against the Sam whole Howell. thing was just embarrassing Nathan it was not thing. great it was not great at all nothing went right for for Washington it seemed everything was going Buffalo's way let's yeah. talk a little bit about what we did see from this team third game in a row stoner mm-hmm. Eric Benemy comes out and uses this passing offense yeah. rushing late or later in the game to try to make up for it and get those stats a little bit, uh, you know, more evened out some good rushing stats there from Brian Robinson and company. But uh, what do you think about the, the pass rush uh, play calling? Well, at least if you are a listener slash viewer of ref, the district, you know, that we've been complaining about it since game one, when game one, they threw the or they dropped back 33 times and ran the ball nine times against Arizona in the first half. And I don't have the exact numbers for the second game, but in this third game, they dropped back 16 times and ran the ball five times in the first half. And it's no coincidence that they've been down in every half at halftime of every game this year. I don't think it's a coincidence. 
And we keep hearing that EB is new school and he's all about uh, throwing the ball to set up the run. But to me, that just puts your quarterback, your young, inexperienced, here you go, Nathan, second-year quarterback, that you just put him in bad positions or bad situations. And against a defense like Buffalo, at least today, he went out there and showed what dropping back time after time after time is going to end up getting you, and that's nine sacks and four interceptions. I just don't understand this this idea that we want to drop him back so much so early every single game you before the game were very much a howler and believed sam Howell is going to be the quarterback of the future absolutely what do you think now after this game against buffalo i mean it's the worst game that sam howell has probably ever played in his entire life going all the way back to easily to midget football oh i don't know if that's the right term my apologies i didn't mean it that way but I think that's what we I called it that when I played as a kid. But it's peewee football. It's Pop Warner, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's probably the worst game he's ever played his entire life. So it's, a, it's something that you just have to look at. I don't even think they should be watching tape of this game. Just throw all that away and get burn ready it. for Philadelphia. Just burn it. This is one of those games where Ron Rivera should walk into that room and say, we're not watching tape at all this week. That was a stinker. That was a bunch of garbage. Everybody played terrible up and down this lineup, up and down the roster. Let's just start game planning for Philadelphia and figure this out because that was bad. Everybody was bad. Coaches, players, everybody was bad. Staying uh, on the offensive side here with those nine sacks. So Buffalo came into this with only three sacks. Yeah. Washington had 10. Yeah. They finished the game with Buffalo having 12 sacks on the season to Washington's 10. Right. Washington unable to get it on the defensive side of the ball, giving it up. What, what is this team going to do when they face a good defensive line? Like this yeah. was, I, there are some names there with the, with the, uh, with Oliver and, and that Bill's defense is good. Sure. But you, you're headed to Philadelphia next week. Mm. What what are they going to do against that defensive front? Like, I mean, they got to figure something out. And again, I mean, I, I sound like a broken record, but again, establish the run first. And then you're going to figure out what's going on with the passing game and how you have to protect him. They had zero uh, screen passes, at least in the first half. I think they did have one in the second half, but it was called back because of an ineligible man downfield because Sam had to hold the ball because he was getting rushed even on a screen pass. So they just weren't doing things to offset an aggressive defensive line. And so next week they're going to have to figure something out because they dropped back 28, 29 times, uh, sorry, 39 times they dropped back and ran the ball 12 times, 39 to 12. And again, the second half, of course, this, you're going to skew towards passing, but it's not like, that wasn't the case in the first half as well. Sure. They just, in that first drive in the second half, um, run for 13 yards, run for six yards. I think I got those flipped, whatever. And then pass, 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 and, which led to an interception. I don't get it. You just had success moving the ball. Brian Robinson, 10 for 70. He averaged seven yards a carry, and he only got 10 touches. I don't get it. I don't get it. This is on Eric Bieniemy. 
I know it's on Sam Howell. It's on the offensive line. It's on the defensive line. It's on. This is on Eric Bieniemy. Well, you bring up the defensive line. I did say that they didn't finish with any sacks, and of course, giving up 37 points isn't a highlight for a defense. But yeah, this game did not get out of hand until the so middle forward. end of the third quarter. Really, you know, yeah. fourth quarter even. You know, the first half. You know, Washington looking at you know a two score deficit, but it was only 16 to zero at that point. It didn't. Right. And it felt way worse, but the defense was holding the bills to, you know, lower end opportunities. Even one of those interceptions by Sam Howell, they didn't get any points off of. And then it kind of went backwards there towards the middle of the third quarter. Of course, the yeah. first drive also ending in an interception in the third quarter, you got a Gibby fumble. Yes. He's back to being Gibby as he put the ball on the ground. Two and three games. The defense getting one turnover by a Kendall Fuller interception that was essentially a punt. Mm-hmm. The what what does the defense need to do to get better? Because they've had some strong. They've had now two games where they've given up thirty points. Yeah, back to back thirty point thirty plus points that they've given up, and and one of these was a defensive touchdown. But the the defense kept getting put into bad situations by the offense. And we talked about that all week leading up to this game, that the offense needs to help this defense by sustaining drives and they couldn't do it. And they just kept turning the ball over and giving it right back four interceptions, plus the fumble, um, all those sacks. I think on that one drive uh, where they stopped Buffalo on the fourth down, they tried to get it on fourth down. They knocked down the pass first play interception. Mm. And the defense is right back out there. It's, it's, it's insane how good the defense was. And then you look up and it's 37 points that they gave up, but they were just, they just kept getting put in bad situations. And offensively when Washington goes down there and gets inside the five yard line, get all the way down to the one. And this is where that aggressive nature as a coach that you decide to go for it and you don't get it. And that's points you lose and momentum that you lose instead of just taking those three points. It was just a lot of the defense was fine. Nathan, the defense played pretty well. Now they couldn't contain uh, Allen in the pocket, especially Allen was having a field day on the ground. They, they did play pretty well, but they didn't play pretty well on third down as the bills were nine for 15 on third down. This was a team that, came in Washington came in one of the if not the best mm-hmm. at third down getting off the field yeah for the defense now yeah. they allowed 9 for for 13 there for mm-hmm. uh the Bills what do you make of that being a problem here in this game yeah that's huge not getting off on third down is a big deal the the Bills seem to uh, over and over again convert these third downs especially in the first half they were doing it to get out to that uh, early lead. But it just seemed like defensively the game plan was not to pressure Josh Allen. It was to rush four, do your best to keep him in the pocket, and hopefully on the back end be able to cover these receivers. That was a bad game plan. Again, I got to put this on the coaches. It was a bad game plan because Josh Allen is just standing out there looking everywhere. And as I said during our live watch party, I can get open if my quarterback has that much time. I can find a hole somewhere to get open. And that's what Diggs was doing. Gabe Davis, Dante Hart. I mean, they were just, it was 
a field day for that offense. Yeah, uh, they were pretty successful. Washington was pretty successful at stopping the run there in the first mm-hmm. half and through most of the game. And then when they needed to stop the run, they were unable to, as James yeah. Cook finished with 15 rushes for 98 yards. You mentioned Josh Allen. He had those three for 46 yards, just absolutely gashing Washington when it came to that. But most mm-hmm. of James Cook, his yards came in that that uh, second half as they sure. were looking to close the game. And I just feel like Washington needs to do a better job when you know the team's going to run, you need to be able to stop them, and they were unable to do that. Uh, Stefan Diggs, great game by him. Eight receptions for 111 yards. You mentioned Washington having a hard time really containing him on this mm-hmm. offense. And then on our side of the ball, Brian Robinson had another good game, quality game for him. 10 carries, 70 yards. Are we finally starting to see Brian Robinson kind of be the running back one that we thought he was going to be last season yeah especially if gibson continues to fumble the ball then obviously he will be but it is we see it his his numbers prove out that he is the guy and that he needs a ton of touches and yet eric Bieniemy just refuses to do it apparently he refuses to run him 10 rushes in this game and zero targets in the passing game which last week he had two screen passes for 42 yards. It's just, it's mind boggling the way this game played out from the beginning offensively, everything that they were doing and that they wouldn't stick with it. They wouldn't stick with the run when time and time again, they were getting good runs and then they would just start throwing it and throwing it and throwing it and throwing it. And all Buffalo was doing was let's send five guys, let's send six guys, whatever. Let's just, rattle this young quarterback this second year quarterback as we we have to call him now and and sam was he got rattled i don't know if he looked rattled i don't care if he looked rattled in the face he played rattled mm-hmm. and so they just kept bringing it and so okay eric Bieniemy, let's make adjustments okay let's run the ball 13 yards okay let's run the ball six yards pass 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 interception i don't get it it's just bad and it's going to bother me all week. And we love to give Eric Bieniemy his flowers. We're not over here talking about fire this guy and fire that guy. It's a bad game, whatever. But when we give him his flowers and for everything he did, especially in game two against Denver, which he did, he was masterful in calling that game. And Sam was great. We have to turn around. And when they do this, we have to say, you stunk. It was bad planning, bad game plan bad execution, bad play calling, and you got to be called out for it. You better fix it before you have to go up to Philadelphia and face that Super Bowl contending team. Lord, that's scary already. (laughs) Well, we'll talk about that later in the week. I want you to try to find one positive. I have one. If you don't, I have one positive from this game. How about you? Do you have anything that you can take a positive out of this game? No, and you can't make me. Fair enough. I'm not. I saw no positives in that game, and you're gonna say, you know, Brian Robinson. Okay, fine. He was. He was good. He, he was good. He he was good. But uh, if I had no, to there was say, nothing. there was a you positive. give up 37. You only score three, and you're gonna find a positive somewhere in there. 
Of course. I'm I'm annoyingly Curtis optimistic. Samuel? I'm guessing Curtis Samuel. No, you're wrong again. Okay. How about Cole Turner having oh, uh, a decent game there? This is yeah. the heir apparent to Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas sure. out this game. So it's nice to see him come. Now, he did have the one drop where it hit him right in the stomach. Yeah. But uh, outside of that, I liked what I saw from him, and I liked to see that he was involved early. But other than that, you're right, Stoner. This There's not a lot positive to come from this. Uh, so we'll have to look at this tomorrow during the day after Reckoning where we're going to break down some of the game films. So make sure you check that out here on Ref the District. We'll, of course, have the final, final thoughts on our Wednesday flagship program. So be on the lookout for that and all your daily commanders updates news as well. Content every day of the week here on ref the district. So make sure you check that out and forget this game. But until next time, Kyle Allen was in the game for credit. Be a fan.